What, what more? What more does God have to do? I mean, God, that, 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 that day in the garden when sin, when human beings, Adam and Eve, us, introduced sin into this world, do you know what has happened since then? The reason the world is the way it is today is because of us. And the reason it stays the way it is today is because of us. So what happened? Sin came in and began to run rapid. It just began to take over and terrorize because we invited it. And our lives got miserable. But the same God called out a people who had not a name nor a home and formed them a nation and protected them and blessed them and got them to a point where they decided to hold an election and say that this good God that have done all for us and so much for us and blessed us and kept us, we don't want him to, to rule us. We want a king. All the other nations have kings. Now listen to this. All the other nations have kings. All the nations that have been trying to run you into the ground have kings. All the nations that God has protected you from have a king, so you want a king. And God said, go ahead and give them a king. And the king brought us deeper into death. And God still delivered us. Time after time after time after time, he still delivered us. But what do we do? God says, give him your whole heart. I, 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 just don't, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't want to do things for you on the outside. I don't want to build your houses. I want to build your heart. I, I, I don't want to move you to new lands. I want to take you to greater places in my son Jesus. So God said in his word, and there's a couple of places in the Bible where it talks about it, Jeremiah 31, 33. I think you don't have to go there. Hebrews 10, uh, 16, where God say, I no longer are going to write my words on tablets. He said, I want to be so close to you. I want to be such a great part of you. I, I want to fellowship with you so close. I want to be on the inside. When Jesus died, he said on the cross, he said before he did, he, he died, he said, it is expedient. It's important that I die because then the comforter will come. And you just don't have to hear my words. Jesus' had ministry only took about 60 miles around the place where he was born in Bethlehem. But today, there's no place on this planet that the Holy Spirit cannot go. And each one of us have that Holy Spirit within us, to lead us, to remind us, to encourage us. And what do we do? Yeah, no, I won't do it. Everybody else is living like this. I can have intimate relations with whomever I want when I want. I've been doing it for years and nothing been happening. In fact, I've been elevated on my job. Could be a deacon in the church. Could be a minister in the church. Could sing on the choir. 
nothing happening. I'm not sure about that stuff about what God is talking about in the Bible. I mean, I know we're supposed to, you know, but, but you know, who's doing it? I look over here, my sister over here, I know what she's doing. I look over here, my brother over here, I know what he's doing. Why well, I got to be the only one to live right? What kind of witness is your life today? I'm not talking about when you come to church, because everybody look really good right now. I'm talking about when you go home, when you go to church. What, what, what kind of witness is your life to others? And if it's not right, brothers and sisters, because you know what's right for what's wrong, if it's not right, what are you expecting God to do? What more do you think that he should do? What, 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 what are you lacking today? That we can't all make a greater difference in this world that we live in. We're only going to be here for a second. It ain't going to take long. We're here just like a vapor. But boy, while that vapor was here, let it bring the sweet aroma of the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let it be a fragrance that this world will remember when you're long gone if, if Jesus delay his coming. If somebody someday, Sister Lily will say, I God, thank God for Lily Gaskin. I thank for my mother, for my aunt, for my grandma, that she showed me the way of God. They gonna say that about you? What about on your job? Is there anybody that would say in heaven when you see them, thank you for being a Christian? Thank you. I could have missed this, but it was because you made a difference in my life. Or would they be saying, why didn't you tell me crying out from hell? Hopefully we ain't there with them. But crying out, why didn't you tell me? You saw me every day. You were in the next cubicle to me. You saw me on the elevator. You saw me in the lunchroom. And I never knew that there was a God because of you. What else does God, what, what, do you, what do we want? What do we want him to do? What does he have to do before we really glorify, give him everything that we have? Just a question I want to pose to you this morning. I want you to go over to Isaiah. I hate doing this, but I got to do it. Isaiah chapter 1. How bad is our rebellion? How many know what God equated rebellion with? Witchcraft. He said it's likened unto the spirit of divination or witchcraft. I'm going to tell you something else he said. He said, when you are rebellious, you're just like Sodom and Gomorrah. Isaiah chapter 1, start at verse 9. Except the Lord of hosts had left us unto a very small remnant. You know what? I'm going to ask him to read this in the Living Bible. And just follow and just continue to call your verses. Verse 9, if the Lord of heaven's armies had not spared a few of us, we would have been wiped out like Sodom, destroyed like Gomorrah. Verse 10, 
Listen to the Lord, you readers of Sodom, you leaders of Sodom. Listen to the law of our God, people of Gomorrah. So what he did was he associated their rebellion against God as being equal with what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. He actually called them, you just like Sodom. And you're just like Gomorrah. How bad do we say they are? Read on, brother. Verse 11. What makes you think I want all your sacrifices, says the Lord. I am sick of your burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fattened cattle. I get no pleasure from the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. So what he's saying is, I'm sick of you showing up at church and just thinking that's good enough for me. I'm sick of you coming in and thinking in your mind, well, I come to church, I give my offering, I sing on the choir, I preach in the pulpit, I clean up the church. You do all of those things and you think that that's going to be enough to please God when you can leave this place and go out into a world and live just like the world? He said, that's not going to, that, you, you can't compromise with God. You can't gamble with him. You can't bargain with him. He said, you're going to be either for me or against me. The Bible says you can do a whole bunch of good things, but don't let your good be evil spoken of. That means one act of evil disobedience can contaminate their, all the other stuff. A little leaven, leaven if the whole lump. 